Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're talking living life tips. Let's talk about how to pick a toy. This comes from the AOTA tip sheet, how to pick a toy checklist for toy shopping. When I was growing up, one of the most fun things, one of the most awesome things was to be able to go to a toy store and find toys pick out toys but parents beware not always the best idea to bring kids with you you tell a kid you could choose one toy you could choose two toys maybe three toys you go to a store full of a hundred toys what do you expect i want this thing i want that thing can i get this thing can i get that thing can i have everything in the store no but you bring the kid it's a little bit difficult so maybe we could find a way to pick a toy that could be the best type of toy for your kid that can invite that can involve fine motor elements that could be helpful and functional for your child and also be fun for you. Nowadays, I do most of my shopping online. As we've talked about many times, I'm an Amazonaholic, so definitely for toys we do that. But when you pick out a toy, make sure it's a good toy for your kids. Kids need to play. Kids love to play, and toys are one of the best things to do that, to allow the kid to play, to allow the kid to function in the right way. We're going to talk about different toys that I know from when I grew up and different toys that are out there now for kids and what activities and fine motor things they could do with the toys. But let's first talk about how to pick a toy. You know, play is an important occupation for children, and I would argue it might be the most important occupation for children. That's how they get a sense of the world. That's how they get a sense of themselves. That's how they interact and understand and learn through their environment, learn in the home, and learn in the school. Through play, children learn about the world and about themselves. Toys are the tools of play. The right toy can engage a child's sense of curiosity, creativity, and imagination. And Conversely, the wrong toy can make the child lose out on curiosity, lose out on creativity, and lose out on imagination, God forbid. Toys can also be used in play to help children develop physically, mentally, and socially. OTs are experts in promoting participation in activity, including play, including using toys in play to learn skills and to learn functionality and independence through different factors. The following checklist was developed by OTs to assist parents and others in selecting toys that can help a child learn and develop while having fun. If you can answer yes to many of the questions we're going to talk about on the checklist, your toy purchase will likely be a developmentally appropriate toy that is well worth the cost. Is the toy safe and age-appropriate? That should be yes. Suggestions and examples are, for example, look at the suggested age range. If the age range is too young for your child, quote-unquote, he or she may get bored quickly. If a toy is too old, quote-unquote, he or she might get frustrated and give up. Toys that are too old, quote-unquote, could also pose a safety risk due to small parts that can become choking hazards. God forbid. Is the toy durable? Yes or no? Is the toy washable? Will it still work after many months of heavy use? If parts or pieces are lost or broken, how much will it cost to replace them? We want to answer yes to as many questions as we can for it to be developmentally 
appropriate for the child. Can the toy be played with in more than one way? We want to answer yes. Toys that offer unlimited possibilities can promote your child's creativity. For example, blocks, we're going to talk about this further in a few episodes, God willing. Blocks can be built into towers and walls, knocked down and crashed into, lined up to make trains, traced on paper to make squares, and can even substitute for play food in the kitchen. A sandbox invites children to pour, dig, or build castles. Does the toy appeal to several senses? We want toys. We want things that could be sensory enriching, sensory appropriate to what senses the the child will be using to play with the toy. Multicolored toys with sounds, lights, different textures and parts that move can capture a child's attention. These toys are usually easy to use, invite children to play in new ways, and encourage them to play longer without becoming frustrated. It's interesting that nowadays we need all these elements a lot of times in the olden days, they talk about how their toys were so simple, how their toys were basic and just were made out of a block of wood or just made out of a little bit of wood or a piece of this, a piece of that. Nowadays, we have the sights and we have the sounds and we have the colors and we understand as OTs why, we understand as parents why we need that, but it's just interesting to think how far we've come and from where we've come. So an activity cube encourages children to play with the bead maze, push buttons, open doors, or put shapes into the shape sorter without moving to another toy or losing interest. So when you have these lights, different textures and parts, you can get their attention. It's easy to use, invites them to play with it, encourages them to play with it for a long time. Can the toy be used in more than one place? We want to answer yes to these questions. Toys that are easy to carry and store make it possible to play anywhere and everywhere. Examples, crayons, markers, and write-on boards like dry erase boards are great to take on a trip or to a restaurant. It can help children develop their drawing and writing skills, especially using that three-jaw chalk, that tripod grasp we love to talk about. Sidewalk chalk can also help children develop these skills and can be used at an easel, in the driveway, at the park, or at the babysitter's house. It's portable and transferable to many different places. Can the toy be used in more than one position? We want to answer yes. Can children play with the toy while sitting, standing, or lying on their tummy or side? For example, a baby gym with removable toys can be played with in almost any position. Plastic rings can be used to move the toys to different heights and areas of the gym that encourage the baby to explore and stretch when reaching for a toy in a variety of positions. In general, though, that prone position when they're lying on on their tummy is a really good position. It's really good for tummy time. So we want to do different things, especially when they're a little, little infant, a little, little baby. Does the toy involve the use of both hands? That's called bilateral integration. Using both hands is phenomenal. We want to say yes. Toys that require children to use both hands can help improve coordination. For example, construction toys, craft kits, and models. Does the toy include moving parts, buttons, or gears? We want to answer yes. Toys that include ways for children to use their hands and fingers to help build the small muscles and coordination needed for writing, computing, drawing, counting coins, and similar tasks. These type of toys help build these muscles and coordination and helps for writing, computing, drawing, counting coins, and similar tasks. For example, lacing cards, Legos, which I love, and puzzles. 
Be sure to review these toys for safety. Small and removable pieces can present a choking risk. So go for the Duplos when they're very young. Move on to real Legos as they get older. Does the toy encourage activity and movement? Toys that include ways for children to use their arms and legs help build the large muscles and coordination necessary for catching, throwing, kicking, running, jumping, and climbing. For example, balls, toss and catch sets, bicycles, riding toys, and jump ropes. Does the toy encourage thinking of problem solving? Solving problems. We want to answer yes to all of these. Toys that encourage your child to solve problems and complete steps in a certain order also give you the chance to provide feedback. For babies and toddlers, for example, consider shape sorters, puzzles, and cause and effect toys, for example, a jack-in-the-box. For older children, board games, science kits, and cooking kits may provide an opportunity to work on thinking skills in a fun and exciting way. Does the toy promote communication and interaction? We want to say yes. Toys that encourage dramatic play and imagination help build social skills and allow children to try out new behaviors. For example, toys like dress-up clothes or costumes, playhouses, kitchen sets, workbenches, and tools and puppets can help the child learn cooperation, negotiation, and asking for help. Is the toy appealing? We want to say yes. Consider the color, shape, size, popularity. Will it be something your children will want to play with often over a long period of time? For older kids, you may want to choose a toy that's well-liked by their friends. And is the toy worth the cost? Some say yes. We want to say yes. Some of the best toys are items you already have at home that don't cost much. Consider whether you can substitute the toy that you are considering buying with something you already have at home. For example, colorful plastic cups can be stacked and sorted. Plastic containers and lids can become puzzles. You can play Pika with a dish towel turned on a coffee can into a shape soda or a bank and chocolate pudding poured over tin foil can be finger paint. The right toy can help the child support development and build confidence all while being fun. OTs are skilled at evaluating a kid's developmental strengths and needs and selecting toys that provide the just right challenge. If you need more help think about going to AOTA.org and join us next time as we talk about specific toy tasks here on OT Talk with Mr. T and I'm your host Mr. T.